Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You did the best with what you had. It's just unfortunate that it wasn't the best that you could have had, right? Mm, that's good. Many of us behave outside of sound mind. Yeah, yeah. It's not a hard season, sis. You are acting out of your damn mind. <laughs> now you require community to help fix things when you should have been leaning on community to help you build things, mm. right? Because sometimes it's literally on the other side of just a little bit more patience Waiting. that your breakthrough was coming. Just but you've decided moment. to break before your breakthrough. Oh my. How do you actually identify and distinguish a bad choice from just a, a hard season hello and welcome to the two my sisters podcast i'm renee and i'm courtney and we are your online sisters and hosts of the two my sisters podcast now we are all about promoting the wellness growth and development of a community of sisters across the world and in today's conversation we are going to be talking about how to reevaluate your choices Ooh, come to terms with bad ones oh, no. and actually start <laughs> over <laughs> dealing with regret damn yeah because you know what let's be <laughs> let's be honest let's let's keep it a buck yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah on this glowing and growing journey mm-hmm. whilst you may have embarked on certain things with the best of yeah, intentions it didn't happen. It didn't sometimes work out. it doesn't work out and also sometimes you embark on things with the worst of intentions oh. <laughs> biggest bad <laughs> thing self-sabotage <laughs> um as well as pure rebellion yeah, yeah right yeah, yeah. and sometimes you then come to your wits oh, man. and realize oh, oh man. i've stabbed myself Boo-boo. big mess up, mess up, oh, mess up. <laughs> but then what do you actually do Jeez. right i don't want to leave those sisters hanging all right the ones God, that are riddled with some regret some shame a little bit of guilt Mm-hmm. we're coming for all of them today mm-hmm. we're coming to grab them pick them up all right heal them a little bit okay and get moving let's go let's all right go. Let's that's go. what we're going to be talking mm-hmm. about let's do that let's all do right that. but before we get into it just to let you know this is a pre-recorded episode because we are currently in tanzania baby <laughs> go over to our social media to check out what we've been getting up to because the zadzi buddies absolutely lit i can say that we've been on a yacht by now just so just you know. so y'all know <laughs> Mm. <laughs> anyways <laughs> i'm so hyped but anyway <laughs> let's get straight into it let's it's go. time for a ding 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 and this one is quite interesting okay let's go i always get heart palpitations when you read out a oh no it's not, you like, know it's never bad what you gonna show you know me today hi courtney and renee hey. first of all i love tms and really appreciate all that you ladies do i Aww. never miss an episode Yay. into the dilemma okay. i'm a single mom going on 30 and have been single for about four years oh, okay. i feel i am ready to go back into the dating game but it's so weird for me mm. a little context my previous relationship of five years with my baby daddy ended an engagement due to broken trust and a lot of oh. lies from his end i found myself asking 
asking myself how I missed the red flags and Mm. let this happen. During that time period, I was in and out of my relationship with God, but have since found my way back. I've also since forgiven my baby daddy and we are good co-parents. I've had guys approach me showing interest. We exchange numbers and flirt, but I keep talking myself out of going on dates and getting too close. Or I find myself nitpicking over the smallest details and eventually ghosting them i've been going on for far too long with Mm. this self-sabotage behavior Mm. in the name of quote unquote protecting myself i've prayed about it and i just want to get out of my head and live thanks oh girl first of all i'm happy that you've gone to a place where you know you're in a healthy situation with your baby daddy Mm -hmm. or your co-parent i don't know baby daddy baby mommy i don't like those words man they just they rub me the wrong way (laughs) But, you know, I'm I'm happy that you've gone into a place where you are, you know, feeling more consistent with your relationship with God. You're in a good situation with your family. Everything sounds good. It seems like the issue is you, girl. Mm, Um, mm -mm. (laughs) The issue is you. And as much as you may think or rather, as much as you may think you're ready, are you actually ready is Mm. the question, especially if the pattern has been recurringly that you're not giving guys a chance. Mm. Right. And you're ghosting them and nitpicking and all that kind of stuff. That's actually quite, especially when it comes to dating, dating requires a level of vulnerability. You have to put yourself out there and understandably, you've been for a lot, right? You've been for a lot with your ex and you've been for a lot insofar as establishing yourself into a place where you feel like you're more at peace um, and trusting of people's intentions. The thing about dating is, and you've experienced this yourself, you can never be sure ever that, you know, this person is sound. And I think there's, a bit of underlying kind of blame that you have as well. And so far as, you know, in the dilemma you mentioned, how could you have missed the red flags? Mm. And I think you need to relinquish that sense of responsibility over somebody else's misgivings. Mm. You cannot be held totally responsible for the fact that somebody may have misrepresented themselves yeah. or lied or cheated. You can't be blamed for that entirely. Yeah. So I think you actually need some, to spend some time actually unpacking that and understanding if there's still remnants of that, because yeah. that can contribute to your hesitancy to want to get to know someone That's else. Good. Right. And I think it's always easier to avoid entirely than to continue down a path and then realize a red flag and i think Mm. that may be what you're doing here right it's better to avoid and like stop things at the get-go than get too deep in and you know be burnt again and i think that's something that resonates with a lot of people right once you've had a bad experience it can be difficult to reignite those fires and Mm. get back into you know doing whatever it is that you were doing before with the same um frivolousness and happiness and all that and freedom right and i think what also makes this more tricky is you're actually coming with a situation right you have a child now that you need to think about and you also have a co-parent as well that's in the mix so understandably you may be a bit more reserved you may be a bit more um hesitant and it may take a little bit longer having said that you do need to take the plunge if you do want to be in a relationship with somebody else and you do want to build that kind of um that kind of relationship i would say start small um, I think sometimes we jump headfirst into mm. dating. I want to date all the men. I want to get to know them, all that kind of stuff. Um, I think it's important to take your time with it. Maybe choose a couple, maybe one or two men that mm-hmm. interest you. Mm-hmm. Go on a couple of dates and try and pursue it to the end. Um, even if it doesn't work out, I think it's important to get through and yeah. get through to the end and try and establish um, some kind of connection or rather not establish a connection, yeah. right? Um, And I think also in terms of identifying red flags, 
now that you feel more comfortable with your relationship with God and just how you are as a person, I think it's important for you to state what are your negotiables and non-negotiables, right? Mm -hmm. What are your values and be very, very upfront and transparent about these things with yourself first so that you can then articulate them and communicate it as and when is appropriate with the people that you're dating. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I would say start small, Mm -hmm. start slow and get past the point of ghosting. Ghosting yeah. is, so, girl, ghosting is bad. I know that <laughs> it's bad. It's so easy to do, but it's yeah. so bad. And yeah. like, I don't know if you've ever been ghosted before, but it's not a good feeling and mm. it doesn't set a good precedent. Mm. Um, so I would definitely say, keep it narrow. Keep the pool very, very narrow. Go on a couple of dates at a time. Really hone in on, you know, your key values, the things that you want from this relationship and take your time. Yeah. I think also it's really important to know that there's no rush, right? There's no rush. Let things feel right. Let things run its course. Take your time. Um, and dip a toe into the paddling pool. Very Baby girl, good. soon you will be out here swimming. I'm sure there <laughs> are. The fact that you've ghosted a couple of people. Girl, you got suitors on your neck. Teachers, <laughs> give us some give us some lessons. Where do we sign Not up for you your classes? Serious. Do you know what I mean? She said, yeah, I ghosted a couple of fellas. A couple? <laughs> You got a few. You got so a girls. few. You know, teach us. So pick a few mm. from your uh, endless Many. onslaught of <laughs> suitors and take your time with it. But yeah, yeah I've yeah. rambled. On no, no, on. no. That was but really good what advice. I would say and I, I do want to sympathize. I think it's, um, or yeah, just kind of give you some grace for yourself, yep. which is you are navigating um dating as you said with a child you're a mother Mm. and I do think maybe your hesitation could also be because you know you're not just dating for you you're dating with a and maybe a bit more intentionality because you don't want to be bringing too many people into your child's life or whatever you may be approaching dating with as a mother Um, and so I do think it makes sense for you to have a little bit of hesitation also you were in a very long relationship before five years and it Mm. got very far you Mm. got engaged Mm. Um, so there's there must have you know been a lot of healing to do but then and also it makes sense why it would have impacted you so much and caused you to be very reserved as you then navigate trying to find a similar relationship out of somebody else and so it's very understandable but again it's it doesn't really serve you well to continue in this pattern especially if your main objective and goal here is to find yourself in an actual relationship Absolutely. and so that being said, I do think um, everything Renee said is spot on in the sense that I think it's just about overcoming the initial hurdles mm. and just realizing that there is nothing that you actually have to be scared about. I think you are going to approach your dating with a lot of wisdom. The fact that you're even self-aware enough to know that you are self-sabotaging is excellent. And so I do think you have the um, awareness enough to be able to be like, you know what, I'm going into this sober-minded. I should also know what I want. Um, and you're going to meet a whole bunch like a whole bunch of different people and there are going to be some crazies there are going to be some people who let you down (laughs) but my only suggestion would be really guard your heart and like take your time in dating but you still have to show up for the dates you still have to show up um in trying to get to know someone and putting effort towards that um and towards that fact and so please 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 just follow through yeah. If you say you're going on dates with someone or you're talking to somebody, really get to a point where they've given you a reason to no longer want to participate with them. And even if, you know, it 
you get to that stage, at least you then would have overcome a few hurdles of, you know, the initial conversations, mm-hmm. getting used to speaking to somebody consistently, um, getting used to making, you know, that uh, romantic side of yourself available to somebody, getting in tuned with that again. Um, and once you have overcome those hurdles, the next person, it will be easier to do it because you've done it before. Yeah. I think you really just need to get over the initial, I guess, shock and difference that comes with dating somebody intentionally. Once you do that, you'll realize a lot of it is quite cookie cutter mm. in terms of like, oh, okay, cool. I spoke to that person on the phone. I, we had a FaceTime conversation or we went on, you know, three dates in a row. It didn't end up badly. I learned some stuff about them that I didn't want, but that was ma- mainly an individual issue mm, that I had with mm. them. It's not an issue I have with the dating game or an issue that I have with dating in general. And then you just continue and you find somebody who you don't have a problem with them as an individual, <laughs> right? Um, and so, yeah, just just get over the initial hurdle. And like Renee said, just stick it out. Just show up, be intentional. Um, enjoy it as well. Enjoy it. Have fun. You're 30. Come girl, on you now. look good. I saw, sorry, tangential, but I saw your picture when you said that, Ebo. Girl, you were just looking fine. Yeah, okay? That's why she's getting all these suits. There you go. Um, and you're still in such a good, like, you're just in good standing, man. Um, so enjoy yourself. Enjoy the dating game. Um, well, we're not calling it the dating game anymore. Enjoy game, yeah. dating. The scene, the enjoy scene. the dating scene. Enjoy dating. Enjoy the conversations. Um, enjoy other people's presence. And all the fun that comes with it, but allow yourself to enjoy it. Okay. Cause you deserve that. You do. Right. You do. <laughs> yeah. But we hope that this advice was helpful sisters. If you want to chime in, please drop it in the comments, drop your advice, your wisdom. Can you relate? Can't you? Do you have thoughts? Let us know down below in the mm. comments. If you are listening to us on Apple or Spotify, you can come over to YouTube, subscribe, you know, whilst you look at the visuals. We ain't said that in a while too. Subscribe. Some of you guys come here with your <laughs> eyes just peering. Peering, peering, peering. Come subscribe on, subscribe, stick around, baby. Weekly episodes, Come baby. and be part of the furniture. There you go. But let's get into today's episode. We are going to be talking about regret. So the reason why I wanted to talk about this is, like mm. I said, I think a lot of people get to a certain point in their life, in the year, whatever, mm. where they realize, ah, I've messed up. Ah, yeah and it could have been intentional it could have been unintentional you may not have seen this blow coming yeah but i think we all get to a point in our lives at at least one point where we look back and we think maybe i shouldn't have done that maybe i shouldn't have said that maybe i should have made a different Mm -hmm. choice and i do think it's it's important to have a realistic conversation about that and not paint a false image that the glowing and growing journey is just super straightforward and that nobody gets to a point where they realize i didn't do the best thing so the first thing i wanted to talk about is well how do you come to that realization yeah. right and how do you actually reevaluate your choices and your journey in mm. a healthy way because mm-hmm. i think there is an ability for us on our glowing and growing journeys yeah. to fall into overindulgence right where we refuse to accept even the concept that anything we have done or we could choose to do could be wrong yeah. right but then there's also the hypercritical extreme which is everything I've done I'm unhappy with or you just see every choice you make as paralyzing because it's like I don't want to make the wrong choice right so how do you actually reevaluate healthily Mm. you've literally come at it from the angle of I've been at every single critical juncture Mm. I have been the overindulger Mm. I have been the hypercritical and I've been paralyzed by fear when it's indecisive indecisive um I think a couple of ways I think First, we we have to deal with the element that we have to make choices in Mm. this world. And I think 
sometimes that can be very, very overwhelming. Yeah. And many of us shirk away from that responsibility in so many different ways, yeah. right? And that can cause things like overindulgence. So because I don't want to make a decision or a definitive decision, I may overindulge or make excuses for the choices that I am actually making, right? Implicitly, we're trying to say we're not making this choice, but in deciding not to make a choice, that is a choice, choice, right? Whatever goal it is that you may have, it might be a financial goal. It might be a relational goal. It might be whatever goal you might have or whatever you're striving towards because you are so afraid of the responsibility that comes with having to make a definitive decision on, you know, having some kind of action to do with it. You actually decide I'm just not going to do anything Mm. and I'm going to overindulge on the opposite. Mm. And that can be extremely unhealthy because you set yourself back so far and even further than when you were, you know, just starting Mm. that you now have to overcompensate. Or once you finally get to a stage where you're comfortable enough with making a decision, a definitive one that's actually in your favor, you now have to do the jump of the hurdle that you've created Mm. and then start from the start again. Um, So there's that side of it. And then there's the um, coming to grips with the fact that sometimes the decisions that you may make, even though they are, you intend them for good, just actually don't work out. Or you might have a goal and things don't work out and you have to stop and come back and be like, damn, I really messed up here, even though I thought I was doing something great. Or maybe I didn't mess up, but life done messed me over. (laughs) There's been some times where it's like, you're trying to make a big move and life just goes i don't think so i don't you could be like i'm about to you know flipping invest in a car or something and somebody gone down that's an extreme example but somebody gone down all of a sudden money is leaking out of your account to pay for all sorts of things or if you are the owner of the car because i've heard all sorts like your car just life will be going well your car will just (laughs) something needs to be replaced or some kind of furniture issue will happen mm. <laughs> to disclose even here at tms household we had one big mess up where <laughs> one of our chairs i'm gonna just say that <laughs> there was a collision that happened between me and a chair Golly. <laughs> <laughs> big mess up big, big mess up uh, and you could have the best <laughs> Courtney's loving. <laughs> I don't even think I can tell you this, guys. Oh, if I tell guys. you guys this story, you'll think I'm actually stupid. Because I felt... You don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Courtney, you're not helping because they're now going to be asking what was the story. To make it short and sweet, oh. I sat on this chair. All of a sudden... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney, please. Sorry, sorry, I sorry. hear a large thump and before i knew it i was on the floor one of the chair legs had said oh i'm out courtney comes rushing from her room to try and locate the source of the ruckus and you know renee are you okay i was like girl i almost died but i'm still alive i'm I'm all right so (laughs) i think i was just discombobulated that day it was a long day we now pack up the chair but the chair is still in position so it still looks like all the other chairs yeah yeah but we moved the chair (laughs) So, sorry, that? no, I need to give context because <laughs> no, because you're not explaining why I'm laughing so hard. Yeah. So the way our dining <laughs> table is positioned, there is a there's a chair we 
we are more favorably going to sit on, right? Because it's closest <laughs> to like the sink and stuff. So you'll cook and then you'll pull out this chair to sit yeah, on. Yeah. So it's our instinct to go for this one chair. <laughs> so that's the chair that breaks. So we decide, okay, let's move it to a, a seat that none of us ever sit in because it's close to the oven, right? Why on this blessed day, 20 minutes or so, not even that long after she has sat in the chair, We've moved the chair to somewhere and our, um, guys, the reason it was no one ever so sits things. there. Guys, I was going through so many things. <laughs> <laughs> and Renee pulls out the chair. I literally, I'm in my room. Yeah. I go to my room to look at, um, to look at something. I don't know, but I'm standing in my um, doorway. <laughs> I turn my head for one second. I turn my head back. Renee is pulling out this chair to sit down. And she falls again. <laughs> a chair that just showed you I'm not reliable. You're going to go and sit on it again. That day we laughed. We laughed. I don't. I don't. And think I think I think there was, like there was actually almost a third house. occasion. As there well. was. I almost had a heart attack. The same thing almost happened yesterday, I was, guys. I know, <laughs> guys. I've been going through it, man. I've been go- my special awareness. Anyways, back <sighs> to the point. Back to the point. Thank you for that little anecdote. Cordy. It's alright. That was a fun time. Don't even but, know why we brought it up. Is the whole idea of you can have the best of intentions yeah. and make a choice or a decision that you think will benefit you and it still end up in an outcome that you weren't prepared yeah. for. It can be very difficult to come back from that mm. and you do have regret, but it's it's difficult to come back because you thought you were on the right path. Mm. And I think for many of us who are on the glowing and growing journey, we can assume that the decisions that we make because we're dedicated to glowing and growing or becoming better people, we think that because we have decided to follow that path, that every decision that we make from that point on will be the best decision for us. But sometimes time or foresight, hindsight, whatever it is, will reveal to us that that decision was probably not the best. So in using the chair example, it's a silly example. In the moment, it was like, I just want to sit down and that's the best intention. I'm tired. But in hindsight, it's like, damn, you had access to this information or like the... We think that because we assume that because we know better, we will we'll always do better. do better, but that's not the case. Yeah. And I think what's important about evaluation and just this journey in general of, you know, regret and overcoming it is giving yourself grace first and foremost, yeah, even before that. you've even gone on the journey, right? Because we can come up with a perfect plan and map of how life is going to be. Yeah. But in the thick of it, in the trenches, yeah. things don't always turn out how things are planned. Like I think of... um battles and warriors and all that kind of stuff Mm. they can come up with a game plan Mm -hmm. but when you're in the trenches things don't always go to plan so it's better that you have grace for yourself before you go to war lest you end up dead or injured because you didn't anticipate that you could possibly be hit yeah right so i think first of all before we even get to the point of how do i evaluate it's anticipate giving yourself grace be mentally prepared that not not to anticipate that you will fail Mm -mm. but to understand that there's a possibility that you will Mm. fail and when you do fail not if but when When. because there'll be a mini failure somewhere when you do you have the attitude of i'm gonna give myself grace and it's funny because when we share our failings or share or if a sister comes to us and tells us about her journey we can so easily give grace to her right we can so easily prop her with the advice or and and say look it's okay you flopped this one you'll try again next Mm. time like if courtney were to come to me there Mm. were times where courtney will come to me and be Mm. like yo i I messed up today and i'll be like that's okay tomorrow's another day let's go but when it came to myself mm. and I flopped that one day, mm-hmm. it's so hard for me to mm-hmm. give myself grace. Yeah. So it might even require you to think of yourself outside of yourself yeah. as a separate person, as a human being that is fallible and say, 
I'm on this glowing and growing journey. There will be some times that I trip up. There will be some times that I make mistakes, but that's okay. Yeah. Tomorrow is another day. So that's the first thing that I would say. The next thing that I would say is I would actually have strategic points throughout the journey Mm. to evaluate anyways. Some of us see our glowing and growing journey as this continuous line into the ether. Mm -hmm. If you don't set up checkpoints, you will get to the end of the race and realize that you were going in the wrong direction. Yeah. The wrong, you're probably, you were trying to go to Spain yeah. and you ended up in Germany. <laughs> yeah. Because you didn't say, oh, let me stop at, you know, Eurostar Tunnel 1 <laughs> and see if this was going to Spain. <laughs> you ended up in Germany. Yeah. You were, all of all of this, hola, hola, anybody there? And all of a sudden mm, it's Guten Tag. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bonjour. So. Bonjour. In fact, it'll even be oh bonjour. You'll be like, ah, this time in the me wrong no, place. have you seen that meme of, I think it's a little baby. Me no hablo song. <laughs> but biggest thing. That's going to be you, right? Yeah. So engineer checkpoints throughout any particular journey, whether it's, you know, again, finances, mm. personal growth, whether it's um, physical health, implement checkpoints strategic checkpoints so you can actually review your progress that means that if you are going in the wrong way it's not detrimental to the entire journey yeah it means you can still pivot back and say ah i need to go back think of it you realize the better right like imagine you're driving you're driving to a place it's better that you go to the pit stop and Mm. check the map yeah lest you end up on the other side the coordinates were wrong so make sure that you have those checkpoints to be able to say okay cool all right yeah i this was a bad decision Mm -hmm. let me go back Mm -hmm. all that kind of good stuff and then the last thing i'll say because i've again chatting but um the last thing that i'll say is make sure again it goes towards accountability Mm. y'all need to have somebody outside of yourself that can talk to you on a level like actually reason with you because sometimes we go off in like a whole other we need somebody sometimes to actually like tell us about ourselves Mm. if you are hypercritical then you need somebody that's like uh you're doing too Too much much. to yourself if you are overindulging you need someone to say babe you're not doing enough (laughs) 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 and if you are paralyzed with fear you need someone to push you yeah to actually just go yeah sometimes we get so into ourselves and because we see this as such a personal journey it can be so difficult to confide in other people Mm. but actually you do need accountability and not just accountability that's a great job you done it go joe you need somebody to be like yo let's evaluate big mess up sit down because sometimes regret comes because we didn't have a voice that was there to yeah. guide us when we needed it yeah. and it's like damn i wish i had confided in this yeah, person or like i wish i had you know sometimes the regret is not even that we took the wrong decision mm. but because we didn't have good counsel mm. so i'm gonna need some of you guys to confide in good counsel yeah, yeah, not yeah. everyone is out there to get you and yeah. actually it is a lot easier to get to your destination when you have somebody to feed you coordinates easier that's good okay i'm gonna stop there yeah that's no that's thought. excellent i think the first thing is humility mm. like you have to understand that girl you are fallible you can make a choice which doesn't end very well and i love that you brought up this chair scenario not just because (laughs) the the story is hilarious for me (laughs) i don't think you guys understand how courtney laughed guys i laid on the floor (laughs) in laughter the floor yeah because both of us were sitting on the floor yeah yeah, no we were and we were both Both tired and it was a long day but also that provides context right i think it's important (laughs) for us to have compassion for ourselves because sometimes we make decisions when we are not in our right mind 
or we are not in the right environment to make a good decision. Do you get what I mean? And sometimes we need to be able to look back and say, you know what? Yes, this was a bad decision, but with the information I had, with the environment I was in, the Mm. pressure I was under Mm. and what I knew I was equipped with at the time, that was the best choice I could have made then, Mm. right? And so it's having compassion for your past self by saying, you know, you were tired. You were exhausted. This was, you genuinely thought this was the best option. Now you are equipped with more knowledge, more wisdom, more people, more mentorship, um, and more uh, like resources. You would never make that kind of decision. Do you get what I mean? And so sometimes it's just, you did the best with what you had. It's just unfortunate that it wasn't the best that you could have had, right? Mm, that's good. And so having compassion with yourself enough to contextualize the choices you have made in your past is important. The other thing is, um, like you were saying about getting other people around you, I would implore you, right, to actually discuss. Stop it, stop it. No, 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 because, <laughs> because, we, live, no, because we live in a culture which is very, real G's move in silence, like oh. lasagna. You know? I'm living a private life and I'm letting you know that I'm living I'm, a private I'm, life. I'm not going to let you, um, and you keep announcing it publicly, you know, or like, you know, I'm, I'm going to just let you see my results. Baby, baby, in your isolation, that's how the rules get you. Fam. It's important to actually navigate your decisions and genuinely like, ask Renee, I may come across as quite an indecisive or just unknowing person. I know what I want out of my life, right? But I stay asking people questions. What do you think about this? Mm-hmm. Uh, I had this mm-hmm. idea. What do you think about mm-hmm. this? Because mm-hmm. I don't want to be steered wrong. And also I want to be equipped with all the perspectives that I may not be able to think about on my own, right? And so from the outside looking in, what does this look like? From your perspective on life, with like with your track record, with what you know, what advice would you give me because I'm looking to make this move? What does this road actually look like? And mm. will this be beneficial to me? So many of us can fall in love with the choices we want to make, right? And we think, oh, I've had this bright idea. I'm just going to go and pursue it. But if you spoke to somebody else, they'll be able to say, you know, that is not a bright idea. Baby, you are being blinded (laughs) by foil. This isn't even silver. This is tin. (laughs) No, but but somebody who has the objectiveness enough, Mm. the objectivity, sorry, to be able to stand back and be like, I don't see things from your perspective and I can actually give you guidance, but you have to be humble enough Mm. to be able to at least in the beginning ask and also open enough to realize that the people around you love you enough to not judge you based on any bad idea that you may come with, but actually love you enough to say, I'm also invested in your glowing and growing journey too. So I want to help you make good decisions, right? But if we're living and moving in a culture where even within sisterhood, there is secrecy, you're not going to consult anyone before you make decisions. And baby, this isn't a thing of being, you know, well, I'm grown. I can make all my decisions. Yeah. But you're also going to have to deal with the consequences on your own. This is the thing. You know, and that's another thing when it comes to like reevaluating your choices. Sometimes you are going to have to come back with your tail between your legs. Like, Hey, that decision I made, it didn't help. It didn't work. Sorry. Or it wasn't the best thing that I could have done. Okay. That's Mm. completely fine. Mm -mm -mm. Let's figure out how to, reorient and change things together but the only way i'm going to be like let's think about it from a friendship point of view yeah yeah if you come to me and like courtney that thing i thought about doing it didn't work out 
I'm more likely going to be willing to help you if I knew about it in the first place. This is the thing. Do you get what I mean? This and so now you're going to be coming to me because you, you know, somebody didn't want to ask for advice in the first place or, you know, l- consult anyone before they made decisions. They'll be coming to you like, hey, I did X, Y, Z. When the heck did you do that? And if you had asked me, I would have told you, don't do that. <laughs> do you get what I mean? But now you, now you require community to help fix things when you should have been leaning on community to help you build things, mm. right? And mm. so That's really good. getting to that point where you allow yourself to have accountability and community in every stage of your process really does help you not necessarily just avoid bad things happening, but also having access to the the resources you need to fix them if they do happen. Um, and then the last thing is, I would say in terms of differentiating or finding yourself in like a good balance of being able to see, okay, I've made a, a bad decision without falling into like self-loathing or just completely ignoring the fact that you have made a wrong decision because you're extremely drowned in self-love is you have to be more in love with we're talking about this in the purpose episode, right? You have yeah. to be more in love with actually becoming the woman you want to be than you are with this idea that you are that woman right now. Mm. And I do hear this thing of like, oh, you know, I'm I'm a, imagine the woman that I want to be and show up as her tomorrow. And I get why that narrative is helpful. However, you actually can't show up as her tomorrow because you don't know what she needs to know yet. Still if you could show up as her tomorrow, you would be her tomorrow. If we're going to keep it a buck, you're not. There's still distance. And There's you're always evolving distance. as exactly, well. Exactly. So you have to become more in love with the fact that I want to be her. And I love that result so much that I am willing to change, adapt, mm. and stretch mm. today. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Rather than telling myself, I'm just showing up as her. I'm yeah, just showing up as yeah, her. Yeah. You're not her yet. It's okay. Like, it's actually all right. Chill. <laughs> yeah and and like you said it's okay to actually acknowledge the distance mm. and acknowledge in yourself that you know what she future me the, the optimized me yeah she would have reacted like this i ain't there yet there i've got go. about 17 more therapy sessions uh, before yeah. i get there she would not curse you out but this world this version she of will. me this model she's about to curse you out and i'm gonna acknowledge the distance and acknowledging the distance is still to acknowledge we've got somewhere to go yeah. and so i still need yeah, to yeah, push yeah. myself on this journey but it's also saying there is a place that i am at and she might make mistakes because she doesn't know the path ahead mm, do you know what i mean mm. and she she is it's like when you go to the gym there is going to be failure 100%. why because you're not that strong there yet. we go you're working there and unless you actually approach the failure you're not going to get there mm. right and so it's really about taking time to understand i need to be more in love with the person that i really am becoming and embrace the fact that i am becoming as in a process as in trying over and over again right and so that's where i would really go to and i love that you pointed out that you actually have to have points where you dedicate yourself to reevaluation because you don't just want to be halted in your journey by the fact that you've hit a brick wall because you've made a bad decision, right? You actually want to take time, like you said, take a step, take a morning, go to a coffee shop, you know, just sit up and journal and look at the map and just be like, are we on track? Look at your Vision 22 toolkit. Don't think we've got about that. (laughs) Look at your Vision 22 um, toolkit or, you know, it can apply to any year, any month even. Um, Look at that. Are we still on track? Do we need to even evaluate our goals? Do I even still want to go to that place anymore? Asking yourself those questions Mm. um, will allow you to literally stop yourself before you get too far because sometimes it's hard to bring yourself back especially when you've gone too far 
So for somebody who may be thinking, okay, I feel like I might have made a bad choice, yeah. right? Uh-oh. How do you actually identify and distinguish a bad choice from just a, a hard season? Ooh, do you get what I mean? Yeah, so for yeah. example, you may have made a choice to pursue something like a job or a mm-hmm, role or something. Mm-hmm. Things are getting a little bit techy. And now you're thinking, did I make the wrong choice? Or is this just something that needs to be endured through? Because sometimes like endurance is, okay, we're going to push through this. Bad choice is we got to turn back. How do you know? How do you recognize it? I would say the two things that pop into my mind, look at the outcomes and look at the levers. Mm. The outcome can often dictate whether this was a bad choice or whether this is a hard season. For hard seasons, usually the outcome is delayed. For bad choices, oh baby, that that led to something mm. real bad. That led to some some real bad. Um, occasionally, so in the job um, situation, for example, it might be that you need more perseverance to actually continue with like your job search. For example, it might be that you're not getting through particular stages, or you're not getting like callbacks and stuff like that. It might just be that if the responses, for example, um you know, positions are full or like we're not looking at, we're not hiring or like the applications are, we're getting too many. That might be a case of perseverance. If you get feedback and the outcome is like, girl, your CV was bad. That was a bad choice because <laughs> your CV was trash and you knew it and you sent it, okay? Or you didn't know. Or you didn't yeah, know, yeah, yeah. okay? But I'll give you benefit of the doubt, yeah. but it was trash. And you've got a revelation You made a bad choice. There you go. You've got the revelation. You've got a bad choice. Um, and then I say levers insofar as what are the variables that you have control over that have actually either negatively or neutrally affected the situation. So there are situations that you you may be in where you have actively contributed to the badness of the situation. Mm. And I think of, I'm going to use like um, the dating situation as a good, because you know, that one is, you know full well being laid up under your ex is not a good idea. You know it, but yet you chose to. (laughs) You know, being laid up under your ex is a bad decision. (laughs) That's a very, very Mm -hmm. bad decision that has led to a bad outcome. You might be in a situation where you're in the same room or you go to the clubs or something like that. And he happens to be there. That's a hard season. You just gotta gotta have to push through. (laughs) You're going to have to push through that. Right? You're just going to have to push through that. Endure because eventually he's going to go his separate way. You're going to go your separate way. Nothing has to happen. However... If you then make the conscious decision to go home with that man, then you are fully accountable for everything else, including all of the, you know, ghosting afterwards Mm -hmm. or the toxic behaviors, the re-manifestation of those things. Mm -hmm. You are fully accountable and responsible for those consequences. So I think sometimes we need to take a look at what role we've had to play in particular situations to determine whether it's a hard season or it is a bad decision. Right. In those conscious decisions or whether it's a conscious decision um, or an unconscious one in the sense of you thought it was going to be a good idea, but Mm. it didn't. It wasn't a good idea. Mm. It it just wasn't a good idea. So I would try to sit down and evaluate what is the role that I've had to play in this cropping up? Or what are the things that are under my control that I haven't actually subjected under good counsel? I haven't um, subjected under sound reasoning Mm. um, and I haven't actually tested properly, Mm. right? Because sometimes we can be a bit happy-go-lucky and we're just like i'm just gonna act in the spur of a moment or we're gonna 
allow like, you know, snap judgments or snap decisions to take us in the moment. And this is why things like sound judgment and being of sound mind is really important. Mm. It's really getting heavily biblical, but hey guys, Mm, I'm a Christian. That's that's a concept that is biblical and so important because many of us behave outside of sound mind. It's not a hard season, sis. You are acting out of your damn mind. (laughs) You are misbehaving. Have you ever had those seasons? Have you ever had those seasons or those times where it's like, I've actually chosen to misbehave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rebellion. Pure rebellion. Pure pure (laughs) (laughs) rebellion. Even the Mac was rebellion there. Pure rebellion. There are some times where you know, sis, I know I'm talking to someone, where Mm. you know that you are acting up. Yeah. You have a reason to act up, yeah. but that doesn't mean that you should act up. Yeah. There's been some times where it's like, it might be in response to trauma. Mm-hmm. You might have been wronged. Some A situation may have not gone your way. Sometimes, in fact, hard seasons can lead to bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Because we're going That's through good. a hard season, because good. we're going through a period where we need to endure or persevere, sometimes because we are so sick of the situation, yeah. we make a snap judgment or we think that we need to pull a lever to get things to go in our way. Yeah. Sometimes, sis, the the response doesn't need to be to act. Sometimes it's to sit. Sit. Pause. Pause. Hold up. Let's, let's take stock, yeah. okay? When things are not going your way and you're doing everything in your power to within a sound mind mm-hmm. to make them go your way that is an indication that you need to persevere yeah. but if the situation then forces you or compels you to act out of your mind then it becomes it transfers from a hard situation to a bad, bad decision yeah. which then leads to poor outcomes there we go so you've got to some of us are in very tough seasons we're not making the money that we want we're yeah. not getting the relationships that we want we're not getting the sense of fulfillment that we want it's an indication, especially when you think or everything would suggest that you're doing everything correctly. Mm. You are doing everything in alignment with your values, mm-hmm. in alignment with your principles. Mm-hmm. You're doing everything with a sound mind. Yeah. You're doing everything with a, plan. with a plan. You've got a good sounding board. Things can still go bad, yeah. even though everything else around you yeah. is good. That is an indication that you need to persevere. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily an indication that you need to make a snap rash decision or start acting up mm-hmm. because things are not going your way. Stop throwing your toys out of the pram, yeah. put them back in yeah. and persevere. persevere and I think because, again, co- context matters, right? When we do things or when we want things to happen quickly, it breeds a sense of impatience. Mm. And I think that patience is actually, I say it all the time, but you know, this generation, digital age, popcorn (laughs) generation, all that kind of stuff. Patience is a lost art Mm. because sometimes it's literally on the other side of just a little bit more patience that your breakthrough was coming. But you've decided to break before your breakthrough. Oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Oh my gosh. You've decided to break things before your breakthrough. So so instead of you getting Mm, breakthrough, you become broken. Just broken. Instead of breakthrough, broken. You just give up. And then you give up. So I think it's even an interesting dichotomy, this whole idea of hard seasons mm. and bad decisions, because it's like sometimes the hard seasons can lead to bad decisions, bad decisions but also vice versa. Bad decisions. Where bad decisions seasons. can le- lead to hard hard seasons. Oh, that's all it will ever lead to. And, Bruh. <laughs> bad decisions will lead to hard seasons. And instead of things going easy for you, things are starting to get harder. You've now been thrown into a wilderness. Even if people, even if things are not getting harder, you know this is not in alignment with where you initially wanted to go. So sometimes we can make 
a wrong turn into a nice neighborhood. Um, but that's not where you were meant to go. That is so good. Do you get what I mean? And so the question that is, is so good. where are you actually going? <laughs> you and actually exactly and you need to be aware of that's that. Good. Like that's good. Just because this is a nice place, baby, this place ain't for you. You don't belong here. <laughs> So Courtney Daniela first of her name. <laughs> it's okay. Like, it's all right. And this is how women end up settling because they've got nice things, but they're not things for them. Crazy. And even if you then get to that neighborhood and you're like, actually, this is better than even where I thought. Okay, cool. But now we have to reevaluate the entire plan. Yeah. Okay, go back yeah, to yeah, the yeah. drawing board and write this into the vision. Yeah. Right, your yeah. eyes have been open to something more. Now you have a desire for that. Write this into the vision. What does the vision look like? And what does the journey of self development, or you know, relationships, mm. or jobs, or work, finances look like in order for you to make this the destination? 100%, now, do you 100%. get what I mean? Um, and so I think it's life can take you anywhere and you need to be prepared for what life may actually show you but preparation is key here oh honey preparation is really really key you have to stay training you Mm. have to stay preparing because if you do end up in a nice neighborhood it's like things are nice here to sustain them you need to be equipped do you get what i mean so now we've got to go back to the drawing board because you were going to go and buy a house and now you're buying a house here the house prices are double here it's not that you can't have it it's that now we got to now we got a plan. Galavance. So yeah, I, I do think it's important to have a conversation about, like you said, even if bad choices <laughs> turn into good seasons, <laughs> reevaluate. Have things. you ever had that happen to you where you've actually been undeserving of something that's happened? Like you've actually been wilding out, but good things I, have happened. I do think that there have been seasons of like favor and yeah, mercy yeah, yeah, yeah. and like... Yeah, yeah. Just, I don't know how I ended up here, but I have always found that though, I I wouldn't say they were necessarily like predicated by bad choices, Mm. but I will say when those things happen, they come with, they come with a different challenge, Mm. which is now I have responsibility, which I didn't anticipate. Yes. So now how do I get equipped quickly? Quickly. You know what? That's the challenge. (laughs) No, 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 no. That's the challenge because it's like, it makes me think of, um, an unexpected pregnancy. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a beautiful thing. But, but now I've got nine about, months, I got to, nine become, months to become a parent. There we go. And to prepare for this new thing. And it's like, becoming a parent is, we think of finances and stuff like that, but mentally, Jesus. emotionally, spiritually, you yeah. got to expedite that healing process. Yeah. ASAP Rocky. ASAP, figure it out as you go. As you go. Yeah. Wow. And that's the thing about like, glowing and growing some of us need to talk about the fact that you have to grow as you go wow. like you actually need to you it's great to have these sunday pauses you listen to tms maybe you'll listen to us on a monday you know yeah, and you're, yeah. you're getting all of this nourishment but you've hit pause mm. so that you can get the information but one day you're gonna be hit with the person who tests your patience or a, a bill or a fine it's or always a, a bill. whatever it is it's always something financial always related that will push you over the edge Man. i'm telling you now um but you're going to be hit with something and we're not going to be playing in your ears. You're not going to have your friends around you, right? That's grow as you glow. Like grow as you go. You have to figure out, conjure up everything that is stored in you. And I mm-hmm. think that's why it's important to also, even in the face of hard se- hard seasons, remember the things that you've stored in your heart mm. and in your mind. Um, go back to those things. I've, I was convicted about something recently, which was how many of us actually read our journal entries? 
or like go back and read the yeah. notes that we have made. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. do think revision and revising is not something that should just be confined to education. Mm. I think there is a need to also revise the things that you have learned mm. in a season or mm-hmm. in a week or in a month. Um, all the content that you have consumed Bruh. this week, have you actually gone back to reflect? And I think this is why a lot of us are dealing with information overload. This is so tangential, but we listen and we listen and we listen, but we don't revise. You know, there's a reason why in in school, the syllabus was only so much. Yeah. Once you're done with the syllabus, go, go back. back and study the syllabus. This is, why, this is why so many of us, um, what do you call it, foster these unhealthy dependencies, mm. right? Because we're not revising things. So we need our fix. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. We need our dopamine here. Yeah. We need to feel that. We need that feel good. But it's like, you done felt good. And you can, this doesn't have to be a fleeting moment. Yeah. This can be a lifestyle lived Oh, come on. Like, it doesn't have to be a, and this is not us forcing you to go and listen to all of TMS's episodes. Although you know if you mad? do feel... We have crossed 100 episodes. Crazy. 100 episodes. Wow. We've been 100 talking. 100 episodes. We've been talking. How many words can one know? <laughs> <laughs> How many things can one have to and say? Yet. <laughs> and yet. And We're yet. We're still talking. <laughs> yet. Anyways, if you would like to bless us with 100,000 in... Oh no, of us, you know, someone now that has the capacity. Glory, glory, (laughs) glory, glory. I believe in it. I've seen it. Screaming. Um, I've even lost my point entirely (laughs) about us hitting a hundred episodes before that. Oh, before. You're not saying revision. Um, go back yeah. and listen to all saying, of them. I'm not saying I'm not saying to it's not by force to go back and listen to all the TMS episodes, I but no, now there's knowledge that there's over 100. <laughs> I strongly suggest you go find one that helps you. Strongly suggest because even occasionally I'll go back and listen to an episode Straight and I'm just up. like damn man. I needed this. This was good stuff. I needed this. Renee of 2021 Courtney of 2020 but it's also a great way to like understand how much your thoughts have developed and how you've changed as a person because it's like do we still believe in a lot of the things that we said maybe two years ago probably but there's still some refinement that's come and there's still some nuance that's come as we grow and I think that's one of the blessings of being able to create content like this where it's like we've given ourselves space and given you by extension space Mm to grow to evolve to become different people and acknowledging the gap whilst working to close it and understanding that this is a lifelong journey and that you've got lifelong powers to do that with you so good so then i guess to bring some more like advice for the sisters who may be dealing with this acknowledgement that hey i've made a bad choice i've gone down a bad road i don't like it here yeah how do you deal with guilt and shame yeah like how do you actually do that and then we'll move on to the last point which is how do you turn a bad choice into a good future oh wow Mm. that's poetic poetic dealing with guilt and shame Mm. the thing about guilt and shame is i think that guilt and shame is unfortunately too good a friend to many of us as women Mm -mm -mm. i think many of us are saddled with guilt and shame and our natural response is to overextend ourselves to overcome it yeah um, the thing about guilt and shame, so again, I'm going to lean a bit on my um, faith, which is Christianity and the whole message of the gospel, the whole message of grace, the whole message of understanding that you can't be held hostage by shame or guilt when you know that 
A, these things have been, they're done and dusted. They're things that have- Of the past. They're things of the past. We are now new things and new creations. Um, And I think holding fast to that message has really spread really deep into everything that I do because now I can afford to give myself grace. Grace. I didn't have a bank balance before to give myself grace. Mm, mm -mm. I had to rely on myself, Mm. which meant that I was constantly withdrawing and by extension, overextending myself because I had zero overdraft. I was in overdraft on guilt and shame because I didn't have money in my bank account of grace. Now I have an unlimited amount. Who can shame me? Never in the negative, baby. Why shall I be guilty about something that occurred in the past? Yes, recognize that you have done wrong. And I think women are really good at this. So I'm not even going to speak on it too tough. We're good at recognizing what's wrong. Move on. But we've got to move on. And I think it's important to also recognize where was the good in some of the bad that I did. Mm. So if you have done something incorrect, maybe it's you fell off of a particular challenge or something um, you, you you did that was heartbreaking. This is so moist. But like for me, it's like ages ago when, um, you know, like Bible app. Yeah. When you miss a. Uh, yeah. Like a streak. A streak. Ah, that was heartbreaking for me. <laughs> I was like, what? Are you mad? Is there any way I can change the date so I can like. Get it back. Those kind of things. Like I was so overly fixated on that one negative decision Mm. that I forgot to acknowledge and celebrate the fact that I had this whole streak Mm. of good um, receipts. Pull up on your good receipts. Not everything that you do is bad. And I think we forget in an instant, in a moment of um, poor decision making or in a moment of something we've done bad that we forget. Or like when I think about women that are on their celibacy journeys, right? When they like mess up and it's like, oh my goodness, like now I'm impure. Now I'm unclean. Now I've fallen off. Now I'm a Jesse. Um, Crikey. Do you know what I mean? We need to even do it. When we, when we do those kind of things, we forget, well, actually I've spent like a whole year. Yeah being celebrated that's something to celebrate yeah so even amidst you know poor um decisions or poor outcomes try and find things about yourself that you can celebrate Mm. and i think that will ward off some of the guilt and shame because it's like wow i'm not a bad person this one act or this one behavior or this bad outcome is not my identity it is just something that has happened there we go has as there we go there we go move on yeah and it may have been symptomatic of something that's going on underneath Precisely. but let's actually delve into the root issues so that we can stop it from happening again exactly rather than becoming so fixated on and i love that you brought up like the bible streak example because it's often these um external and arbitrary things that actually trigger us the most you yeah. know like the oh my god i fell off that one or i had that one cookie or now they've taken my streaks away and it's like the world ain't gonna end nobody's it, the dying. same you that made it to you know 364 can do it again it's all right if it says one you You know know you did 364 and i also think enough uh, um a lot of us now need to confront how much of our value we have put in these arbitrary things right because if it's not enough for you to just know okay babe but you were the one who read the bible for 364 days it was you you did it it's done all right if you don't have enough value in that, that number and that streak is going to dictate your value. Mm. I think a lot of us need to confront where have you put your value, right? Because that number going away shouldn't change the fact that you've made yourself proud on this thing. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, for sure. It's yeah. such a, this guilt and shame thing is such a shame. I hate to say it. <laughs> <laughs> what a mess. <laughs> 
Guys, evening recordings. I'm telling you, evening recordings bring out the best in us. It's the way you even said it as well. It's such a shame, I it's tell such you. such a shame. It's because I realized. I was like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to... Courtney's going to love this one. <laughs> That's so funny. So then I guess our, our last thing um, before we end this episode mm. is for the sisters who have made bad choices, right? Um, or have just come to the realization that, hey, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> whoa, 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 mess up. I might've messed up, right? Um, in any area, their finances, yeah. their relationships, their yeah. personal growth journeys, yeah. um, their spirituality, whatever it may be. Yeah. How do they now come back? Mm. Or go forward. Go forward, that's a good one. Cause sometimes mm. you don't go back. Sometimes you just full steam ahead. Um, I think you have to diagnose how detrimental the outcome yeah, was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. as much as, you know, it's full steam ahead, like let's power through it. Sometimes you've actually come to a halt. Sometimes yeah. you've actually broken a tire yeah. or something and it needs to be replaced. So I think the first thing you need to do is take stock, do a diagnostic. Diagnose. How far has this taken you yeah. off the road? How much has this impacted the vehicle that you're using good. to be driving? Good, good, good. Um, and then you can attribute what it is that you need to do to fix it mm. is it a tire change is it mm. a cosmetic issue mm. or is it a fundamental root issue mm. so it might be that you've made one bad decision or one bad choice that means full steam ahead that's a cosmetic issue that is you know little cheeky wipe keep it going <laughs> it's a little spill spill of water yeah. in the carpet it'll You're dry right. keep it going if it's a series of bad decisions that you've been making, then that's something more fundamental, okay? That, you know, you need to get some bleach or something. You've spilled yeah, yeah, some yeah. tomato soup on a white carpet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, whoa, okay, we need yeah. to stop for a moment. Or it may be that you've actually not made a good decision yeah. in a while. Yeah. Now that, you got to replace the rug. Well, you just got to <laughs> take it to a professional. Don't even <laughs> yeah, try and do it yourself. That's a good one. Don't even try and do it yourself because that's how you make it worse. Whilst we're here talking about professionals, if you do need professional help, and if you would I'm be glad you got there before me because I was about <laughs> yeah, to say no. it too. It was when you leaned in. I was, I was about like, to say it too. You bring up better help. If you do require the assistance of a mental health professional, we have a little something for you by way of our partners over at BetterHelp. Yeah. BetterHelp.com forward slash to, to my, my sisters. sisters. Nah, honestly, because we are not therapists. <laughs> I, I need you to know. And also know, sometimes you get to a point in your life where the mess up is actually just take it to a professional. It is, yeah. Have you ever yeah. tried to fix something and you make it worse? Oh, that's the worst, man. That's actually the worst. You don't want that to be your mind. That The worst thing is when it starts to actually affect other people too. Like, you know, when you've actually broken something that other people use as well. Oh, no. It's over. And then you even try and hide it so that the next person that, bring, that comes good, over... Bro. That's what happens to people. Yeah. If you break yourself to the point where like you're actually damaging other people, yeah. you need to go to therapy yeah, or you need yeah, to you seek need to professional that. help and you need some kind of accountability. You need to address it. So I think the first is the diagnostic. And then the second is attributing the correct way of dealing with yeah. it and the level at which it needs to be dealt with. Good. Then and only then we can think of the game plan. Mm. Is it going backwards and starting again or is it going forward? Some through. things are pushing through. Okay. Like you've had your little mess up it's yeah. okay to keep going on that same course it's not the course that needs to change it's actually just the decisions that you make right yeah. there's other things that require you to pivot away okay yeah. we've gone a bit off track yeah. we need to come back onto a different course because yeah. the course that we were going down was toxic mm. sometimes you need to do a 360 baby yeah. like have you ever been on um a motorway mm -hmm. and you miss your turn mm -hmm. and you have to do a whole 360 mm -hmm. to come Around. back and then go back again yeah. some of us have missed our highways we've, oh. we've missed our exit okay yeah. Okay. Yeah. you guys are 
we're trying to go down the A25. Y'all are on B something. I, <laughs> I don't even know. Roads. You're even on the B roads. And you know those B roads, they'd be going into those roads that have no... Lights. I don't know if there are B roads. <laughs> that's, in fact, that's why the metaphor is even better. There we go. Some of you guys are traveling down roads where there's no roads. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, Some somebody. of you guys are in the bushes. <laughs> you're not on a road. That's why your tires are giving out and you're tired. Oh. Can you imagine driving in a place that has no, no road? road? It's just... That's good. It's, you guys need to get back on the road. There we go. Some of you... The lawlessness. There there's we go. No, there's, <laughs> I love how you're just running this wrong with I'm it really when they go on. The lawlessness of going on a place that has no path at all. Mm. That's like some of us who are... We have no direction. Mm. We need to get back onto a place where we have a defined path, where we have a d- defined direction. Yeah. And sometimes our bad choices can lead us down places that have no paths and yeah. no destination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no end. It's literally yeah, yeah. just depressive state yeah. of vegetation where yeah. there's no road. So y'all need to come back onto a come road. On. And again, like we always talk about the importance of people. Sometimes y'all need some highway men. Yeah. And I was women. about to say, with that, if you're on a B road or in a forest or wherever you, you are, to... you found yourself, you're in a place where there is no light. Like you actually cannot navigate because you cannot see. You need some people who will bring you some lamps and be like, hey, it's this way. Hey. Come back. Yo. <laughs> Hive his jacket. But also, even with that, be careful of the folks that are trying to pick you up off the road. They're There's kidnappers. Some, they're, you may watch Criminal Minds before. You guys do not watch Criminal Minds. If you've been a long time listener of To My Sisters, you know. <laughs> sisters in Crab. Although that's been taken. Sisters in <laughs> <Yeah>, Crab. <yeah. laughs> okay. Please show your comments. <laughs> you need to be watchful of some people because, look, there are two types of people in this world. There are light bringers mm. and then there are those who suck your lights. Soul snatchers. Soul snatchers. Some are disguised. Well, it's getting real biblical in here, isn't it? Mm-mm-mm. Some are disguised as ministers of oh light. Oh my God. But those lamps only go so far. Oh my goodness me. They burn out. Come on. And it's funny because they always burn out when you are deep in deep the neck, darkness. Neck deep. Neck deep. So do your CRB checks yeah. and actually... um try and identify what source of light is being brought into your life okay especially when you've already you're already on a a, a derailed road or a path with no road at all make sure the people around you are bringing a light that will bring you back to where you need to be going just taking advantage of your disorientation absolutely absolutely and watch out for the uh wild animals because there are some folks (laughs) some people are just feral some people people just have no home training and you'll be able to discern straight away this this is an animal You need to run away. If you see a lion <laughs> or any of those bears, oh. run. If you see a bear on the way. Wow. I really ran with this. Oh, thing. you really? But it's, it's excellent. <laughs> we actually thank God that we ended up here. I'm going I'm to um, stop the safari here. That's, what would you say, <laughs> Courtney? <laughs> um, I love that you talked about um, the first thing we need needing to diagnose. I also think you need to avoid catastrophizing because mm. I think as soon as you realize you've made a, a bad choice, oh you think you are now condemned to a bad life. You were really not. Okay. For the overthinkers out there, all right, for the hyper analyzers, mm. just because this does not go right, mm. it doesn't mean that there's no coming back from this. Okay. So you don't have to die here and this doesn't commit you to a bad life um and so yeah please don't panic even if you have to get yourself around like practically speaking around other people to be like okay i've done this and i'm panicking these are all the things that i'm thinking that it's going to lead to i'm going to end up in trouble i can't you know xyz um 
talk to someone about it so they can kind of talk you off the edge a yeah. bit um so that you just don't go into this downward spiral of a depressive episode anxiety attacks panic attacks because these things are also very real um the next thing i would say is girl you need to get into the council of like you said get into the council of people who can help you navigate this situation but also get into the council of people who have been in this situation mm. before and can take you out of it i think as much as you can have people who bring you those lamps to help you it's even better to have like a a park ranger a veteran, someone yeah. who actually knows this Not terrain. The park ranger. Like, no, somebody go and get the person who keeps Hell this ground <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Because they know, like they actually are aware this is how you navigate out that of is this a bit place. <laughs> no, no, no. Big, but biggest man thing, like if you think about people who are in wild situations, mm. even things that you recognize, oh, that's a mushroom. Somebody will be able to tell you, but mushrooms of that kind, you don't eat it. it. <laughs> don't, don't do that. You know, some of us don't actually have enough knowledge or speciality of certain places we find ourselves <laughs> oh, in man. there are actually some people who what their domain is crisis mm. like they actually focus on crisis crisis management so and how to help people navigate through that and that's why we often rec- um, recognize that therapy is actually really important because mm. whilst we can talk about these social issues and we can talk about things that we have read and we have experienced through our own lives and don't get us wrong we are very equipped to talk about these things we are also not professionals because this is not our domain mm. the mm-hmm. mind and the brain is not our domain do you get what i mean but there are people whose domain it is and so they can actually help you navigate it a lot better than just people on the periphery or people who even have the desire to save you just because you have the desire to save me doesn't mean you were the best person to save me so it is important to kind of get yourself around people who will be able to professionally and competently help mm, you navigate mm-hmm, out mm-hmm. of a bad situation so sis if you have found yourself in a bad financial situation i'm gonna need you to go and talk to your bank oh, i'm going to need 100%. you to go and talk to your creditor i'm going to need you to go and talk to somebody who is really clued up on financial literacy i know your girls have probably told you babe it's all right yeah but how do we pay off the yeah. default <laughs> <laughs> they're sending red letters sis i don't need motivational quotes mom i don't need thing. bible scriptures wow. i need someone to tell me how i don't get the bailiffs to come and take my couch ccj on your do you get what i mean so get yourself around professionals and people who can help de-escalate the situation Mm, by letting you know this is how you practically get out of this this isn't a motivation issue now we need strategy and you can't just get strategy in your journal sometimes you need people who understand can you imagine day three I'm germinating my feelings. I feel so motivated today. I feel a lot. Today I opened my curtains. Baby, that knock on the door is not your lo-fi music. Can you imagine? The bailiffs are here. Don't kill me. Don't actually. Day four. They've taken my couch, but I feel motivated because I watched the YouTube video that said. Everyone has a low season. Yeah. Baby, your credit score is minus three. (laughs) This ain't a low season. You're about to get rubbed off society's there, face. There, you're going to jail. <laughs> so maybe you're going to jail. <laughs> there are sometimes real consequences that are outside of jail motivation. Time. So go and find yourself. Diversify your content as well and diversify the things that you um the people around <laughs> you and the things that you're watching to help you practically attack get this. Okay. There, Put the motivation down. You've got enough. You're dealing with the in. problem. But now actually deal with the problem. That is hilarious. Um, yeah, that's what I would say, man. Because I do think it's important to lean on people's knowledge mm. about specific issues, right? Mm-hmm. I think a lot, a lot of us, like even when we think about sisterhood and friends 
friendship. A lot of us are making friends with people. Oh, they can support me on my journey. But it's actually really good to be equipped and to know people who can help you with specific parts oh, of your journey. Boy. Like, this is my friend that knows everything about finance. This is my my friend that owns like expertise. You know, there's expertise here. Um, and I can go to them to ask specific questions. Mm. And you shouldn't be ashamed of that. But also you should really have those kinds of people. Mm around you who can help you with practical things yeah. you know so yes yeah, we hope that that helps yeah man that was a good air i enjoyed that it. Was, i really enjoyed that i enjoyed it um we hope that you are blessed by it we are really really happy that you made it to the end of the episode and we want you to plug in even deeper all right by joining in the conversation commenting here on youtube if you are listening to the uh this podcast on any streaming platforms you can come and join us on youtube and subscribe oh, to the no, channel all right or you can rate us four or five stars on the streaming platform subscribe follow us save download the episode so it's always with you wherever you go whether you're in the air in the sea on land, wherever you on are the beach like if us. you're in the wilderness mm. if you've got a podcast downloaded child <laughs> you will feel less alone oh! while you wait for the light bearers to I'm come so tired of yeah <laughs> but yeah no but please so <laughs> If you want to plug into the sisterhood, if you want more bats <laughs> like this, you can follow us on all social media platforms at to my sisterhood. And you can also follow our individual glowing and growing journeys. The lovely lady in the striped dress mm. on my right. I'm is, not a park ranger though. Is at <laughs> Renee is at Renee Kapuku. Okay. And I am at CD Boising. Wonderful. And of course, if you would like to uh join us for some glowing and grow tips, I don't know about giving you some uh you know advice or navigating the wilderness. I'm I'm really rolling with this. I don't know about all that, but I can send you some glow and grow tips. Some glow and grow tips, some some provisional material before your park (laughs) ranger comes. Sign up to the mailing list. The link will be down below either in the show notes or in the YouTube description. But you can also come and join via www www.tomysisters.com sisters it's been a blast it's been a ball it's been wonderful we've enjoyed (laughs) chop chop enjoy the rest of your week and all that jazz oh that's good stuff and until the next episode keep glowing and growing Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.